You're listening to Off Topic with Big Woo and Friends. Streaming live on the Big Woo Radio app. Here's your host, Big time. NBA, NFL, March Madness, BCS. It's Off Topic Sports. That's in effect. It's game time. That's right, you can't hide. In fact, check who's fake and who's prime time. It's game time. Donnie, Big, Less, and JB. Talking touchdowns, home runs, and deep three. Over and under with JT. The topic is off, different than most. You can call in, listen, or drop a post. It's Big Woo, and here's your host. On time, hitting with force. Without further ado, it's Woo and his crew. As we welcome you to Off Topic Sports. Sports. It's game time. Yo, what up? What's happening? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Off Topic Sports. It's Sunday. It's 6 o'clock. It's doomsday for the Cowboys, but it's looking real good for my Panthers, so we're going to focus on that today and not the lowly Cowboys defense. The defense for the Cowboys is just awful. I've never seen anything so bad in my entire life. I'm, I'm speechless. I'm speechless uh, as to why the Cowboys don't seem to play until they're down by two, three, four touchdowns. Then they decide, uh, you know what? Maybe we should try to get in this game. Maybe we should start playing. Maybe we should get our ass off the bus and get into this on this field and start playing some football because that's exactly what they've been doing. All three games that they've played this year is just uh, – I don't even know what to say. They should have, they should have lost to Atlanta. They should be 0-3. Uh, they're just terrible. Uh, fortunate for us, our offense uh, does play pretty well. Our quarterback, Dak Prescott, pay that man. Um, but what we should be doing right now is firing whoever the special teams coach is that called the stupid onside kick uh, when you was only down three points with three minutes and some change left in the game. That had to be the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And um, I just don't understand. I don't I don't get it. But we'll get into that. We'll get you some updates on some sports and things of that nature. But let me bring in my boys, uh, Big Les. What's happening, Big Les? And uh, Donnie. Donis Donnie Barton, what's going on, y'all? What's happening? What's happening? Hey, before you, yes, sir, yes, sir. Before he rudely interrupted us, me and Big Les were just uh, backstage before we went live to the public, enjoying in the Cowboys L together. So, yeah, yeah, my brother. But we we gonna continue that one once Big will bring that topic up. Yeah, you better be careful, man. Remember, I got the mute buttons over here. I got the mute button. Uh-huh. Go, to the, go to the Panthers. We're just not going to let you just go to the Panthers this week because if Dallas would have won, we could have heard Donnie. How about them? No, not today. Oh, you're We're not going to gloss over that after you took this. I'm still down. I'm still down with my Cowboys. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but they don't really deserve to be talked about right now outside of Dak Prescott. <laughs> Uh, who has thrown f- the, the most uh, games in a row with 450-plus yards. Uh, he's the only person to do that. Uh, but the problem is, and I hate to keep saying this with the Dallas Cowboys, I hate to keep talking about the play calling, but it's it's, it's atrocious. I, I, I really thought I, could, I would be able to believe in Kellen, Kellen Moore, but – 
I don't I don't like the fact that they throw. I don't know if they're just trying to showcase Dak so he can get his money. Um, but that's losing us games because we're we're throwing the ball when we should be running the ball. Uh, the situation it was a situation last game where we were down by uh, two points. We was down by two points. And we decided we were just going to try to throw the ball all over the field. Dak threw the ball, I think, 60 times last game. And it's like 50 or 60 times this game. And and I understand when you're down and you're losing, you're going to have to, you're going to, have to throw the ball. But when you come back and you make it back into the game and you got time left, go pound that ball, take time off the clock. Against Seattle, they should have pounded the ball, took time off the clock so Russell Wilson wouldn't be able to come on the, on the field. Now, granted, we scored – but it was wasn't enough, you know. You can't be down one point to Russell Wilson. I think I said Russell Westbrook just a minute ago. But you can't be down to <laughs> Russell. You can't be down to Russell Wilson and give him that kind of time. And you're only down one point. You got to pound that ball. And and I don't I don't think Kellen Moore is maybe he's not experienced enough to understand that. I don't know how he couldn't be. He played football all his damn life, uh, but. And he's the offensive coordinator. I shouldn't be the one knowing this. You know, I shouldn't be the one that that is like, what the hell are you doing? Um, it should be, you should know what you're doing, Kellen Moore. And I don't, I don't think, I don't think he's got it. Since y'all want to talk about the Cowboys, let me let me get your thoughts, Donnie, on on what you saw in the game today. Uh, besides a, a just a just a lackluster effort from the, they gave up fifty points at home. Jesus, uh, are you kidding me? And yeah, and that's what it is. To be honest with you, um, I was more in tune with the Panthers today, um, and noticed that y'all were getting mollywopped over there. So it wasn't any reason to turn it on. And then I did turn it on for a second, and I was like, "Oh, they look pretty bad right now." Turned the game off. Next thing you know, y'all y'all down three points, and I had to click back over at that point. And I came over just in time to see once again what you said: your defense collapsed. You got beat on a um, end around or whatever that play was to Odell Beckham. And that was just fixed strictly at that point, speed and containment. But it goes to y'all's defense. But more importantly, let's um, cause like you said, you don't want to talk about your Cowboys. Let's bring up Dak and his yardage. I, I like what Dak has been doing. Um, numbers are off the chain, but numbers are also a product of the situation, which yep. is unfortunately for y'all down, down big the last few weeks. And I would personally – like to see Dak around 270, 280 with Zeke up about 120 yards a game. Mm-hmm. I think that's the formula for the Cowboys winning and not Zeke with 12 carries like he had this week and 14 carries like he had this week and Dak throwing 450 yards or, you know, 500 yards like he did. Um, y'all have to control the tempo and slow the game down, and especially when you don't have a, 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 a strong defense. Maybe you do change the play calling at that point and start dinking and dunking and then handing the ball off to chew up more clock and keep your defense off the field and and sustain longer drives and therefore keep the game under control and have less scoring. So I think overall, like you were alluding to, y'all may just need a a coaching overall overhaul at this point right now because something has to be – y'all have too much talent on that team to, like you said, should be 0-4 right now at this point. Absolutely, Donnie. I, I agree with you all the way. 
<laughs> hey, my pops just walked by in the background as I was speaking, and he said, and don't kick all side kicks <laughs> when you in the fourth quarter for the same thing you just said. So he, he's a Cowboy fan, and needless to say, he's a little bit of peeved over here as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, you see dumb things like that happen with your team. You know it's like it's, it don't look like it's going to get any better. Uh, if you keep the same coaches, I mean, if you keep that, if you keep that, if that special, I don't want to hear nothing from the Cowboys except that they fired the special team coach that decided to to uh, <laughs> do an onside kick. That's all I want to hear. Um, yeah. uh, Big Les, I know you was all enthralled in the game being a, a Cleveland native. Uh, so give me your thoughts on the game uh, real quick, real quick. I mean, really, really quick. <laughs> I won't even be long. But everything you said is just is really it's really fact. But you know the reason Zach is throwing so much is because the defense is not holding up. But when you get behind, you have to throw the ball. Yeah. You know that's the only that's the only that's why he's having these numbers. If you look at every game they play, all the all the time he's been throwing is because they're behind. So you can't get Zeke established when you when you're constantly catching up and you're trying and you're going against the clock and all that kind of stuff. So I think before we even talk about the offense. Because there's nothing apparently there's nothing wrong with the offense. You guys can score. It's the defense that's talking about. Man, Cleveland ran all over y'all, man. Mm-hmm. It was man, them backs was it. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't like one or two yards they would get. Man, they, at one time they was averaging ten yards a carry. You can't win yeah. ball games playing yeah. like that. So before I listen, the onside kick, up the run and play. Damn. All right, here we go with the phone. Um. Uh, because I, I, you're behind trying to catch up, but you can't uh, blame anybody. But the, but you got to stop the defense, and that's that's where Dallas is struggling. Yeah. I think they yep. take care of that, and they'll have a different you have a different outcome. Absolutely. All right. So I mean, anybody that had trouble hearing Big Les, um, I apologize. We're having a little issue with the phone line, as we do when this, you know, when you're on Wi-Fi, that that ain't worth a damn. Thanks, Spectrum. Appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> But uh, we do have some uh, a call on the line. Call if you want to chime in. This is the time to do it. Um, uh, in the seven. Hey, hey, listen. First of all, why am I hearing about? You hear nobody. I had to put uh, put uh, put put everything on pause. I'm going to put everything on pause. Hold on, hold tight. Yeah, we having a problem with the phone. God darn. All right, so we're going to put everything on pause. We're going to take a, a quick break, and we're going to come back. We're going to get the phone line straightened out. We'll come back. All right, everybody's coming back in. Everybody's getting in. Um, hey, guys, uh, what I'm going to have to do is, is uh, I'm going to have to put everybody on. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna have to shut the phone down. I'm going to have to revamp this. Uh, I'm going to go to a break and uh, try to get this Wi-Fi straightened out. I'm going to put it on my uh I go past the fight. It's calling. All right, all right. Past the fight. I'm have. Every, I'm gonna hang up everybody. I'm hanging everybody up, and then I'm gonna come back, and I'm gonna have this phone thing straightened out. I'm gonna go to a quick break. Come back, and we should be good. All right. I don't know if y'all can hear me or not, but that's what I'm about to do. Come on. Lipsticks and lip gloss should be color rich, long lasting, bold and luscious. Bold and luscious cosmetics. Find them at BALcosmetics.com. Complete with vitamin E, lanolin, and antioxidants. Bold and luscious gives you soft, moisturized lips all day. Reds, nudes, pinks, darks, bright. BALcosmetics.com. BALcosmetics.com. Ooh, we're a company. 
and that's it. <laughs> oh, hey, y'all. Did you know the Brewiana show is on every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time? Go to BigWooRadio.com to listen live and check out the replay where you listen to podcasts. And, oh, parental discretion is strongly advised. There's a whole lot of bad language and sex talk. Mm, just how I like it. I'm Hey y'all, I'm Nima Shining Star L and you meet every Sunday, 7 p.m. and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on IG Live in the art room with Nima, where I will have special interviews with special guests you don't want to miss. And then you can catch me Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook Live. That's right, Facebook Live Thoughts Provoked, where every topic is definitely a hot topic. Do not miss. So if you can't catch me on IG Live, 7, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, shoot on over to Facebook, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hey, y'all. 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 I want y'all to listen to Big Woo Radio. This is Big Woo Radio, a station for the people, by the people, serving Rock Hill, South Carolina, and surrounding areas, Charlotte, North Carolina, and surrounding areas, serving worldwide at BigWooRadio.com. Thank you so much for listening. You did one hell of a job, and the only thing else I got to say is, how about this, Cowboys? to the program. I just want to make sure my buttons still work, Donnie. Uh, everything seems to be working out pretty good. It's not as bad as useless as y'all's defense. <laughs> <laughs> 704-489-3316. That's the number to get in if you want to get in. Uh, thanks, everybody, listening live at BigWooRadio.com. Everybody download the Big Woo Radio app in your Google Play Store and all our folks are searching out on the podcast app on your iPhone. We appreciate that. And uh, we love it when you follow us and support us on all our social media at Big Woo Radio on everything. All right, so we were talking about the lowly, lowly Cowboys defense. I got past the fight was in. I couldn't quite get him uh, hear what he was saying, but he's back on. Yeah. So past the fight, which what what is the uh, what is what you got to say about the the Cowboys? Okay, I got a lot to say today. That's why I'm making time to call in, <laughs> even though I got to get on all this spot. First of all, y'all can't call for any firing or any coaches. I don't care what your season record. <laughs> you, you you had a problem with last season's coaches. Uh, fired fired the man, brought in a new man. He brought in his team, his staff, his people, and uh, special teams. Any decision from defense, special teams, they go through offense. All that go through the head coach. Is he okay with it? okay with it. You ride with the head coach with the final decision, you got to stick with him. Win, lose, or draw, you got to stick with him. Nah. Uh, uh, the- you're absolutely wrong, Pastor Fight. We don't have to stick with him because if you're making bonehead decisions like that and it's and okay by the head coach, <laughs> we got the wrong guy. We need to get rid of him while we can. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. 
I'm sorry. Listen, I'm stuck with the worst coach in the NFL right now, okay? <laughs> and if I'm stuck with the worst coach in the NFL, y'all got to be stuck with the second worst coach in the NFL. <laughs> and he apparently was a proven winner before he got to the Cowboys. What happened? He forgot how to coach? I mean, he got the Cowboys a roster in the NFL? <laughs> yeah, we do got the ro- we got a good roster. But man, I'm trying to tell you, uh, Pastor, if that dude was okay with that onside kick today, he has to be fired. If he approved that, and I, I'm, I'm, I know usually everything goes through the head coach, but sometimes these coaches they let their their guys in that they put in place make decisions to do certain things. Now, I was going to put it on him because, of course, he is the head coach. I was going to put it on him and. I decided to say special teams. Like, look, let's let's get rid of it because I like McCartney. But um, if he made that decision, if he okayed that decision, and he was aware that they were going to do that, he need to go. Plain and simple. Yeah, JT. I beg to differ, man. I don't feel that way. It's like this. If, if it had went through, then he a genius. It's like it's the difference between us being 0 and 4 and one and three. My thing is this, you gotta be aggressive in your play calling. You got to you got to live to play, live to win. So I don't have a problem. I'm I'm tired of the slow starts. I'm tired of what's going on on defense. But we've got to be more aggressive than what we were last year. And at the end of the day we're in the worst division in football. Nobody's playing good football, but especially us. But you gotta look at it, it's a long season and there's so much more season to go. But as far as any team in the NFC East, nobody in that division deserves to go to the playoffs. I don't care who they are. Yeah, at this point, yeah, nobody, nobody should go. But what I'm, what I'm saying, Jay, I'm not mad at the onside kick. Yeah, the, the, the it's the timing of the onside kick. We didn't need it right then. We had three minutes and forty five seconds left. The defense had been playing good. Uh, pin them back in there, you know, to to their uh, uh, twenty yard line. And and let that be done. Let let them let them try to work down the field. They was having problems the whole second half of getting the ball down the field. I don't know why you would let, let, give them the ball at the halfway point. That's just that was just it was a dumb decision at that time. Yeah, the onside kick saved us um, before, but to 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 give them the ball back halfway there, it's just I thought it was just dumb. Go ahead, Donnie. I, I think you was about to say something. But that was that was fast fight. Oh, fast yeah, fight. Okay. okay, go ahead. So, so y'all remember what six seven years ago the Saints was in the, the Super Bowl and they made the gutsy call to kick an onside kick right after halftime. Mm-hmm. Nobody mm-hmm. knew it was. Nobody expected. Sean Payton was the most brilliant coach on the face of the earth to not do something that was contemporary, but to go beyond you know logic and thinking. Now, if it wouldn't have worked, it probably would have been the worst decision in NFL football Super Bowl history. But it's up there with one of the most gutsiest calls, and it actually worked. And they won the Super Bowl. The but, difference, the difference is, the difference is, this they weren't surprising nobody. All right, the Browns was already set up to receive the onside kick, so you don't kick the onside kick. It, it, it just wasn't necessary. You wasn't fooling nobody, and and and. 
the timing was just bad. Now, now you come out after halftime, and I don't know, I don't remember if they were winning or losing that game at the halftime, or it was tied up or whatever. I don't remember that, but I know that's something. Yeah, you are gonna catch people off guard. They're not expecting you to kick an onside kick right out of halftime. So, yeah, that's that's just a completely different thing. But what that boils down to, though, Big Woo, is the confidence in the defense. It's like we couldn't stop them. As you alluded to, y'all did slow them down in the second half. But at that point, you had already given up 41 points. And I guess your coach just didn't feel like y'all's defense could hold them for another three minutes, you know, with a two-minute warning and two timeouts. So, like they said, if it, if it goes well, it looks fantastic. Y'all get the ball back. Y'all march down. Y'all score and or tie the game up or touchdown and win it. Then, oh, we're talking about, like you said, what a gutsy call. But it didn't work. And, 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 you know, and, and therefore, oh, now it's bad timing. It's bad timing. But I just say flat out play a little bit better football the entire game and you're not in that situation. Y'all look real good when y'all are in y'all's two-minute offense. And I don't know why your coach doesn't make the adjustment and just go to that style of play the entire game. Um, but mix in a little bit more Zeke with that because, like I said, alluded to earlier, you can't have 12 and 14 carries out of a guy that you – it held out and you paid. You know, you got to work that horse while while he's available. You know, you yeah. only get six or seven years out of a running back, you know, so take advantage of it. But exactly. long story short, Cowboys definitely have to figure out something in the next few weeks. Luckily for y'all, y'all are in a horrible division, so you do have a little bit more time than the average teams. But, yeah, something has to give real soon. Well, so I've seen – I got – Go ahead, go ahead, Pastor. I, I know exactly how y'all can write this shit. Know exactly how you can do it. It's real simple. Actually, the rest of the NFL is following it. The Cowboys are not. Teams play better when their worst player go down. I don't know what it is this year, <laughs> but, it is. <laughs> but when your worst player go down, it, the team plays better. So maybe between Zeke and Dak, maybe one of them need to decide we not gonna play next week because both of us. <laughs> Somebody needs to decide, I'm going to take a week off. Obviously, coaches coach better when they're worst player. Now, granted, my Giants lost last week, but they played a whole lot better when uh, Saquon wasn't on the field. I don't know why. The game was a little bit closer, but, you know, I, I, don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. Panthers, look, Christian McCaffrey go down, what happened? They win it. I don't, yep. They couldn't win with McCaffrey on the field. And that's and that brings me to the Panthers. Uh, that's a nice uh, segue to the Panthers. There, uh, Mike Davis is the real deal. I don't know where he came from. I don't know where they got him from. But Mike Davis is uh, making the Panthers look like they they don't need Christian McCaffrey now. Granted, they ain't gonna get rid of Christian McCaffrey, but uh, I think they will make a nice uh, one-two punch uh, when he comes back. Because it's, I mean, uh, that's two great weapons that you got on your squad right there uh, for the. Uh, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, because Mike Davis uh, went went ballistic today. I think he had over a hundred yards rushing and some receiving yards and a touchdown, and uh, he went he went ballistic today. Uh, Donnie, what did you think about the uh, Panthers? You said you seen most of that game, so uh, give us some insight. Um, I was impressed with them. I thought they looked sharp, like um, Pastor Fight alluded to. You lose your best player, and the team looks slightly better. Uh, um, I think the Panthers had a lot of new players. I, I ain't no think to it. It's a completely overhauled roster with whole new guys. They're not having any OTAs, training camps. Those guys didn't have a chance to jail in the first couple of games. And then you lose your superstar player. It's one of them, hey, man, it's all we got. So I'm quite sure the focus and practice changed tremendously. 
because the play on the field over the last couple of weeks shows it, and they picked up a couple of key Ws that I myself didn't expect. These are games you got to win. You got to beat teams like the Cardinals when you when you know you got to face the Saints and the um, Buccaneers and teams like that to come in the future. So you need these wins when they can. Bridgewater looked pretty good today. Had a turnover early, but other than that, had a nice run for a touchdown. Um, looked real mobile out there. Was was pretty accurate. He had a couple drop passes, but um, almost a 300 yard game, two touchdowns. You know, one rush, rushing. Panthers looked good overall, and then the defense held to 21 points, and um, seven of those were late in the fourth quarter, so even the defense held stout today. I, I like what I saw out of the Panthers, and if they could string together a couple of games like like this in a row, who knows what could happen for them this season. Eight and eight would be, a, a, in my opinion, would be a beautiful sea start to the rebuild of the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, and I'm, I'm – you know, I'm subject to believe. Uh, you know, eight and eight might might be. You know, it might be better than eight and eight. I mean, the Panthers are are, are surprising people, but I I thought that their defense would be a problem, but I I just didn't think the offense would lose very much uh, with Christian McCaffrey and Teddy Bridgewater. I thought Teddy Bridgewater was a a, a huge uh, pickup for the Carolina Panthers mm-hmm. after getting rid of uh, uh, Cam Newton. Um, and him and Robbie Anderson clicked today. They missed on a deep ball that would have um, blew the top off the defense, but that's what Robbie Anderson does. Trust me, I've watched him for, as a Jets fan for the last few years. If he has a good quarterback, he can definitely get behind the defense. But I'm glad to see that him and Bridgewater are developing some type of chemistry. So they connected together for eight passes. I think they had like 10, 12 targets, but uh, missed that one deep one. But other than that, I, I like what I see out of them. Yeah, um, so I believe going forward, man, I, I believe they could, uh, you know, they, if they could squeak out a win against New Orleans and a win against Tampa Bay, who knows what their record might end up being because uh, Tampa mm-hmm. Bay and New Orleans, I think, are battling for that top spot in that division, uh, which the Buccaneers should have should have took an L today. The, uh, the Chargers just it's sickening um, how they let Tom Brady throw <laughs> Old raggedy Tom Brady throw for five touchdowns. It's just, it's just, it just don't make no sense. Uh, I didn't see the game, but it seemed like all the touchdown passes was like uh, short passes, uh, five or ten yards or whatever, and let the receiver do the rest. But um, uh, yeah, so the uh, Buccaneers three and one, Panthers are what two and two um, now, yeah, I believe. Yeah, so yeah, so you know they can catch the Falcons slipping. Hopefully, Julio is out for another week. Catch them lacking one game and uh, get get yourself above five hundred. You know it'll boost the morale in that locker room for yeah, sure. Yeah, I believe. Uh, I believe uh, if that defense can just hold fast like they like they did today against Arizona, um, I believe we'll see some great things out of the Panthers. All right, let me give you some scores, updates on some scores, and uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk some NBA uh, when we come back. Hold tight. All right, so like we said, the uh, Buccaneers made a comeback today uh, against the Chargers and took the victory by a score of 38-31. Some games that are going on right now, you got three games going on right now. It's the Giants uh, 9, the Los Angeles Rams 17. That game has six minutes left in the fourth quarter. You got Las Vegas down to Buffalo 17-16. Five minutes left in the third. Indianapolis, 13. Chicago, 3 with 10 minutes left in the third quarter. Some games that already already went final. 
Uh, Seattle over Minnesota, 31-23. Jacksonville loses to Cincinnati, 33-25. Minnesota over Houston, 31-23. And, of course, the Cowboys lose to the Cleveland Browns, 49-38. Baltimore, 31. Washington, 17. Detroit, 29. New Orleans, 35. Uh, Carolina, 31. Arizona, 21. Uh, And I said Tampa Bay already. 38-31. Chargers. You got some games coming on late tonight. You got the late game is, uh, who's late? Who's the late game? Oh, Philadelphia, uh, Philadelphia and San Francisco, 820. Then you got the Monday night game, which you're going to have two Monday night games now. It's going to be um, New England and somebody. Oh, New England and the Chiefs. And then you got, uh, what is the other Monday night game? Anybody know right off the top of the head? I, th- I thought I had it right here. Uh, Monday night. <laughs> I don't know. Look it up. Google it. Because <laughs> ESPN. <laughs> Falcons. Uh, yeah, that's right. Falcons and the Packers. There you go. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back, and we're going to talk some NBA. Keep it locked. Hey, y'all. I'm Nina Shiny Style, and you can catch me every Sunday, 7 p.m. and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on IG Live in the art room with Nima, where I will have... Special interviews with special guests you don't want to miss. And then you can catch me Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook Live. That's right, Facebook Live Thoughts Provoked, where every topic is definitely a hot topic. Do not miss. So if you can't catch me on IG Live, 7, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, shoot on over to Facebook, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, 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 the new Mount Olivet AME Zion Church, located at 527 Dave Lab Boulevard in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Presiding pastor is Dr. Carlton Brown. 9 a.m. Sunday school with morning worship service starting at 10.05 a.m. Eastern. Thank you, and please join us soon. From olive-colored skin to chocolate brown, lipsticks and lip gloss should be color-rich, long-lasting, bold, and luscious. Bold and Luscious Cosmetics. Find them at BALcosmetics.com. Complete with vitamin E, lanolin, and antioxidants, Bold and Luscious gives you soft, moisturized lips all day. Reds, nudes, pinks, darks, bright. BALcosmetics.com. BALcosmetics.com. <laughs> Let me clear my throat. I am the legendary DJ Cool, and I don't care what nobody say. Woo Radio, Radio is the best radio station, period. All right? And I said that, and I meant that. <laughs> You're listening to Big Woo Big Radio. Radio. Back to the program, 704-489-3316. That's how you get in if you want to get in. Uh, we're talking about the um, Dallas Cowboys' weak defense, defense and the Carolina Panthers and what they need to do to keep going forward in this division that is going to be stacked. Because I, must, I believe once Atlanta re- realized that, you know, uh, we can hold a lead if we just play some defense. <laughs> they may be, they may have a good record as well. So I think this is um, probably one of the top divisions in the, in the NFL between Tampa Bay, uh, Saints, Panthers, and Atlanta. I think uh, we're gonna see a nice battle in that division. But we are seeing 
not very uh, not a very good battle was in the NBA. The Lakers and the Heat. Uh, the Lakers up 2-0 with a game coming. Game three coming tonight at uh, 7:30 tonight, I believe. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna ask you, Donnie. Uh, is it over for the Heat? I mean, they, they got two of their their main stars out, and I, I really hate that for them because I believe they would be they would this 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 might be a tied um, uh, series right now, at least one to one, especially after the Lakers' perf- performance the other night. They didn't really have a, a great night, but uh, the, the the Heat just didn't have enough weapons to to keep up with the Lakers uh, with uh, out of Bayou out and and Dragic out. Um, there's there's uh, really not much they're going to be able to do until those guys come back, and then I, I think it may be too late. What do you what are your thoughts on that, uh, Donnie? Uh, I think you just hit the nail right on the head. It was already going to be a um, uphill battle for them to begin with. I think the Heat. Oh, <laughs> oh pardon me, had a sneeze. Coronavirus. Um, I, yeah, yo, facts. <laughs> I'm going I'm over here by myself right now. <laughs> Clear out a room of one of them nowadays. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think the Heat were extreme overachievers this year. They shouldn't have beat the Bucks. And to be honest with you, they shouldn't have beat the Celtics either. But they were a team that was scrappy. They fought hard and they gave you everything they could uh, each night in and night out. But I think they just, you know, met their end. They're a little bit banged up into the season. They, they lost their best defender in Adebayo. At least they're definitely their best post defender. And their leading scorer throughout the playoffs in, in, in Gordon Jardich. So um, that in itself, even with a fully loaded and healthy team, it was going to be an uphill struggle to try to take down the Lakers. And with anything short of that, I just don't know if they're going to have enough to get it done. One thing about the Heat is they're not going to give up. You're going to have a, a, a contested game all the way through. Jimmy Butler don't care who's on the floor with him. He feels like he's he's going to win the game. Um, so and his and his guys share that same attitude. So they're going to go out there and give the Lakers all that they have. But they're just overmatched. You know, LeBron's averaging almost a triple double, a thirty point a game triple double, and Anthony Davis is thirty four and fifteen all day long in this series. So um, just too much to try to stop. And the Absolutely. Miami Heat being crippled just won't be able to do that. It was already, like I said, a, at best I figured a five-game series, even with the Heat fully loaded. But now I have a fear that the Heat going to get swept on out of here. Yep, uh, I believe so too. Um, but I was gonna, big less, big less. I want you to come in on on this one and uh, give us your opinion on the uh, on the uh, Lakers and the Heat. Well, like I said, like I said from the beginning. L.A. has too much size. And so people, you know, when you look at size, you think that you can make adjustments and things like that. But it's very hard because when them guys open their wingspan, when you play in Boston, it's that pass that you was making and the timing and all like that, because Boston doesn't have that wingspan that L.A. has. Mm. You know, they got their, mm-hmm. their bigs are much more skilled than Miami's bigs. Mm-hmm. So the only factor, the only factor for Miami to win, they have to shoot well from the three and they have to get into the paint. Well, they, they're having trouble inside the paint. They can't get dribble penetration off like they were getting before. And they're not shooting as well from behind the arc. But once again, all that has to do with length. Then the big factor, even if both these teams were even, there's a man by the name of LeBron James that just takes it to another level. Mm-hmm. And why people don't want to give this man his credit, you know, you take away the sixth championship ring, what, can he, what, what has he done better than Jordan? You know, this, you know, so I think it's time that we recognize this man's greatness and stop hating on him if we're hating. 
And um, Miami's good. That. Miami's yeah. good, but they're not. They're not the Lakers. Absolutely. And that's what I do want to bring up um, uh, after we finish. You know, I know um, Pastor Fight has to go and JT, but after that, I want to double back onto the whole LeBron legacy issue uh, or subject if he does get his fourth ring. So let the other two guys answer the first question first, and then we'll double back. Okay. Pastor Fight, you want to go? Is Pastor Fight? Uh, my bad. I was on oh. mute. Um, okay. Well, I, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree with, you know, uh, both the gentlemen uh, before me, because to be honest with you, you know, the Lakers, the Lakers are playing uh, a beat up heat team. But even I even said that it was going to potentially go five games Mm -hmm. at its best because just the Lakers just have a team that will overpower the heat um, in the seven game series. I'll say this based off of uh, I think let's just just said it about LeBron and what has he not done that Jordan has. And and I, I, I think it's unfair in comparison. It's unfair in comparison because, I mean, obviously Jordan took a year and a half off in between, so we don't know, you know, those two years, what could have potentially happened in those seasons. He could have won eight championships. We don't know. He didn't play. Uh, also, Jordan did participate in the all-star weekend slam dunk contest that added to his lore against Dominique Wilkins. Mm. Um, the only reason he won the last championship was because it was in Chicago. <laughs> Dominique <laughs> had a better, uh, a better dunk resume that year, yeah. but he was in Chicago. So Jordan was not going to lose not in, <laughs> in front of Chicago fame. No. I mean, the judges wouldn't have let it happen. And, and finally, Jordan also, one defensive player of the year, which LeBron James hadn't quite done yet. So, you know, when we when we begin to compare, it's not fair to compare, in my opinion, only because there are some different factors. Jordan started three years later. He went three years of high school, college, and then LeBron started at 18. So, you know, his longevity is a whole lot longer. And, you know, he played in Cleveland, which probably – took a lot from his body, which now maybe he's a little slower, but he's still a more a better jump shooter now than he was earlier in his career. So, mm-hmm. you know, I see some similarities. I see some differences, but I think it's not fair to compare the two because they're playing in two different eras, and I think both of them are good in their era. They're the best in their era. And mm. I think, to me, that's a fair assessment. Okay. All right. Um, Donnie or oh, JT? Yeah, that's, that's exactly. I, I know JT wanted to jump oh, in. Yeah, on. Yeah, I know JT was still on. Okay, yep. Go ahead, JT. I think J, JT might be at a, at a game. It sounded like he was. No, I'm here. Game, I'm so. here, man. Oh, okay, good. Because I want y'all to know that I called the sweep. Yep. And I'm still standing by what I said. Sweep. Mm-hmm. I'm the only one on the panel to call the sweep. Yep. You right. Nine five, nine six was sweep. <laughs> I'm boasting that because I ain't got nothing else to talk about today. My Cowboys <laughs> let me down. I'm standing by the sweep. I'm boasting. I, I was, I was, I was with you, uh, JT. I, I was gonna say sweep as well, but I went ahead and said five just because I, I just figured that the, the Heat would get at least one, you know. But uh, it don't look like they might. And if they don't get it tonight, it ain't gonna happen. Um, 
Uh, but go I'm ahead. I'm sorry, man. They need they need to call they need to call Doctor Fight Pastor Fight. You need to go in off the bench and help Butler. They need help tonight. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna need something. <laughs> I don't know if out of Bayou or Drogic is. Uh, hey, why are you playing? Are you playing? I can give them a good fifteen twenty minutes. You know what I'm saying? Why they playing? <laughs> <laughs> Are the are the uh, are the two guys are they still playing? JT, do you know? Are they coming back to the, tonight or neither? Neither, as far as I know, one of them is a game time decision, but I think one is out um, mm. for the night, I, and it could be both of them out. At this point, it's next man up. They just got to play like they ain't got nothing to lose tonight to try yep. to get one. Yep, they're gonna have to try to get one somehow. All right, go ahead, Donnie. Oh no! Well, I was just wanting to. Um, to speak on that, if LeBron J, well, A, to speak on LeBron um, bringing up the fact that, or, or people trying to diminish this championship if LeBron was to win mm. with the, oh, well, he was expected to, or, oh, the bubble is, is different. And LeBron himself, who has been on that NBA grind, said that it is unique to, to play in that bubble, and it was more difficult than anything he's ever done before, yeah. and people are trying to dismiss that. So I guess overall, I want to know where do you where if LeBron pulls on his fourth ring, where do you have him on your route, Mount Rushmore, if at all, or greatest player of all time argument, and um, and how do y'all feel about his legacy? Because I am one of the people that thinks he. I am watching one of the greatest basketball players ever. Uh, I do. I think that if he wanted to score like a Kobe or a Jordan, he could have. He averages mm-hmm. Kevin Durant numbers and allegedly ain't a scorer. So. And, and, and his field goal percentage is better than MJ's and Kobe's, meaning if he just shot more shots and he would score, you know, just as effective, if not more, than those guys. So he just didn't take as many career shots per game. He passed better, rebounded better. So I think he's better than both of those two players, me personally. Even if he were to lose five more championships, A, you got to get to him because everybody always goes to Mike six rings or his. he never lost a championship. Well, he played 15 seasons, so that's nine seasons of not making a championship. And it, it, to me, I were, what's the shame in losing in the finals as opposed to losing in round one, two, or three? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me when that's part of the argument is yeah. that, oh, he, got, he never lost in the finals. It's like, okay, yeah, but – he didn't, you know, he didn't make it. He, yeah. he never made it to the final nine. He only got ago. to six, yeah. Or, he only got to six, yeah, you know. Or even like Pastor Fight alluded to, a lot of guys, oh, well, he would have had eight if he would have kept playing. Who knows? He might have got burnt out because he himself said it after his three. He had lost the love for the game. He had lost the challenge. So he might have got burnt out, and he might not have won those eight. You know, Hakeem and them wasn't there to play, and he might, you know, he might have won four in a row or five in a row, but might not have got to the six, seven, eight mark, you know, type mm-hmm, of thing. So mm-hmm. I think those two years off actually benefited Mike as opposed to hurting him, how some people try to portray that. But long story short, I just want to know how you all feel about LeBron James and his legacy. Because we're going to go ahead and assume that he brings home ring number four. Well, I'm, you know, I've, I've always been a LeBron James since he came in the league and just he, he it blew my mind how he came in the league uh, as a high school player and just dominated from from day one, you know. Now Kobe, he came in the league as a, as a rookie and 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 did what did work. Uh, but I didn't. I don't recall Kobe coming in as a rookie and just taking over the league. I mean, taking a no nothing team and making them relevant. Um, so uh, there's that. Uh, but um, I, I, and I think it's 
you have to add to the legacy of LeBron James and and, and maybe nudge him above Jordan in another factor, the fact that he did come in as a high school player and, you know, uh, was great already right out the gate. I think his first game he scored like 20, 26 points or something like that. He had like a 26, 8 and 8 kind of, kind of 25, 8 and 8 or something like that uh, uh, for the stat line for a high school basketball player. I mean, just 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 let that sink in for a minute. We talk about a high school basketball player came in against grown men and almost got a triple double in his first first uh, first outing. So hey, well, uh, yeah, I just want to say, man, while it's pressed on my brain, while we're talking about LeBron, and I agree with, uh, I think Donnie said it earlier. We're sitting here and we're watching something like we're not going to ever see again, not in, in our lifetime. A man is going to win three different championships with three different teams three and be the only teams. man in history to do that. Mm-hmm. And to concur, something that I've been thinking about all week, Kyrie Irving has a bona fide hater and a hater <laughs> on the Bronx. And somehow to make the, the, the statement that he made saying that KD was the was the only play, teammate that he's ever had to where he wasn't the only option, that man confirms why he said the earth is flat. Yep. And there's no more. Absolutely. You didn't get a degree from Duke. That's just dumb. <laughs> straight, straight dumb, straight haterade, whatever you want to call it. But uh, yeah, back to my point, man. LeBron to me is is one. Is LeBron and Jordan one and one a? Uh, you know, Kobe, and then you can wherever you want to put anybody else. But uh, those three guys to me are the are the tops, and uh, and to me the the three best to ever do it that I've that I've ever had a chance to witness. So. Um, that's that's where I stand on it. Big Les, where you at? Um, I agree with some of the things um, Pastor Pipe was saying. You know, different eras for different players, and we may never know who's the real, who's the best basketball player to ever stepped on the floor. You know, Pastor Pipe also said, you know, LeBron James has gone to a jump shot later in his career, but all the greats did. Mm-hmm. Jordan, he stopped going to the basketball. Uh, Dr. J. Towards the end of his career, his jump shot got better. So yep. that's just the next phase that comes in basketball when you're playing. Um, here's, you know, people speak. Only thing I want, I'm not, I don't know if stat-wise, yes, it looks at, it looks at Jordan and LeBron is better than Jordan. But there's only, like, there's only one, there's not really much, you can do with really comparison because if Jordan, Jordan, Jordan never carried a team until he got Scotty Pippen. LeBron took a team of no names and busters outside of Island Iverson who did it in Philadelphia. Them the only two people I know took a bunch of nobody. It was like Michael Jackson without his brother. I don't know where he <laughs> brought these dudes off the street and he took them to a championship and, you yeah. know, and, and they were competitive. You know, Eric Snow, you know, come on, man. He, yeah. he had no sidekick. But then everybody gets mad at him when he gets his sidekick. So who's to say he's the greatest? Only thing I want him to get is his respect. And I'm just tired of people hating on him. But, you know, I understand it. And out of all sports that I've watched in my lifetime, there's only one man who can claim that he's the greatest in his sport, and that's Muhammad Ali. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's nobody else. Yeah. And and real quick, a side note on, on your boy Kyrie Irving. Um, yeah, he said what he said. Then he talked about Durant. But once again, I'm going to bring it to the attention again. You're up 3-1. You're supposed to be the man. You choked in game four. I'm sorry. Yeah, game five, six, and seven. 
Then you left that team to go play with a team that already won 73 <laughs> games, and then now you see you the man. How can you be the man when they got two and a half all-stars on that team and they have to Draymond Green who thinks he's an all-star, yeah. but he's really a bum. You know, he's just in a good system because if he went anywhere else, he would not be that no. great. So I don't know what Kyrie is sipping, but he needs to stop it. And JT is mad today. You can hear it in his voice. Maybe I heard him get off the air. Boy, he, 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 he about ready to choke something. <laughs> Absolutely, Kyrie Irving just—I think he just every now and then he—he's—he he needs some attention or something. I, he, he getting bored in, when he ain't playing. It's, it's usually when he ain't playing is when he's saying some some nonsense like this. But um, like the Earth is flat. Uh, boy, boy, please. Uh, that's that's about as bad as uh uh Hassan Whiteside saying he was leaving the country and moving to Hawaii. I mean, come on, bro. You got to be kidding me. <laughs> Got to be kidding me. <laughs> anyway, JT, you got an over and under for us, so we can get out of here. Yeah, man, I, I don't know how I come behind that statement from White Side, but yeah, I got some. <laughs> All right, hold, hold tight. Is it over? Is it under? It's time for JT's over under. Over under. Over under. All right, man, whenever you're ready. All right, man, I, I know there's a lot going on, man, in the sports world, and, and, and I just got one question for the panel. Do you think, we're looking at college football, talking about college football, will college football be the same when it gets to bowl season in the championship this year, or will it be different like every other sport has been thus far? All right, we'll talk, start with you, Big Les. Yeah, yeah it's going to be different. I'm not even watching college football because it's just, just hard to watch it. And I know there's no fans. Mm. I, you know, I, right now I have no interest in it. And the, and the, and the Big Ten, they're not even playing. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's going to be different. But, you know, we'll see. Pass the fight? Uh, yes, obviously it's different. Uh, when we get to the bowl games, it's obviously going to be different. Um, actually, I was talking in the barbershop last week. They were saying that whoever wins should have an asterisk next to it because you don't have a complete roster of the college football whole, all the divisions playing. The Pac-12 is going to start playing, I think, next weekend or the weekend after next. Some Sometime they're coming up, but they're only going to play a seven-game season. Uh, and so now you're going to have some teams with a 10-game season, some teams with a 7-game season, so you don't even have a complete roster of games to be able to judge. And then who do you play? You know what I'm saying? The, even you look at the Tar Heels, they were supposed to play some games that ended up getting canceled because of COVID. And now, almost a little bit through the season, they got two games under their belt. And they were supposed to play more. And they're still trying to add games to make it a full a full season. So, I mean, right now, they're grasping at straws, in my opinion. And obviously, between Alabama and Clemson, they're the odds-on favorites. And, I mean, you look at Georgia, the way they played this weekend, obviously, they're, they're a contender as well. Uh, I wouldn't even consider LSU right now. But uh, between Auburn, Alabama, and Clemson, um, you might want to throw Notre Dame in there. But then again, too many of these players get – get corona and next thing you know their season is gone i mean think about the season if trevor lawrence gets coronavirus 
Mm. Clemson is what? <laughs> At that yeah. point, yeah. what happened? So. Uh, and so, you know, we, we right now don't really will take – I don't take it that serious, whoever wins. I, I mean, because it's not a, a complete a complete season in my yeah. opinion. Donnie, how you feel about it? You been keeping up with the college football? Yeah, as far as the playoffs go, uh, as far as any sport go, um, I'm not putting the asterisk on anything. And the reason why is because everybody is facing the same conditions. Uh, yeah, it hit certain teams a little harder, like an LSU, where teams aren't having, you know, seasons. Um, but, but, but with that being said, it's no fault of any players what's going on. And then all of those players are still competing, and they're doing the best that they can, and they're out there to try to win. So the one who stands at the end of this coronavirus in my season, if you want anything, you get an extra credit, whether it's the NBA, college football, or, or whatever. But um, – I don't think that the bowl season – the bowl season will definitely will not be the same. I don't even know how it's actually going to be structured. If they've already announced it, I, I uh, apologize. I, I missed that. But um, it's definitely not going to be what we saw the last five or seven years where it's going to be the double playoff game and all of that type of thing. So we're not going to have that um, this year, I don't believe. And I, I, you just go back to old school football. You know how it used to be at the end of the season, the, 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 the writers pick a national champion and – Sometimes the thirteen and no team don't win the championship. It is what it is. You know, it's just gonna be the but but whoever does end up getting that chip, um, salute to them. You 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 and your kids and, and your staff dealt with something that was very difficult and unusual that the world has never seen and kudos to you for surviving through it and making it through the season and you deserve whatever trophy you get at the end of. Absolutely. Well uh, and, and, and that's where I, I, I when it comes I agree when it comes to the NBA, to the NFL, to those others, because they play the complete roster. The teams that made mm-hmm. it into the bubble were the teams that were going to potentially make it to playoffs anyway. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're, you're playing a complete roster. The only thing I, different, I differ with the, the NCAA is because you don't have Ohio State. You don't have mm-hmm. a Penn State. You know what I'm saying? These teams add a different level of competition that, you know, some of these other teams, Georgia and them, will potentially play that they won't get a chance to play. And and that, to me, is is different than having a complete roster. I understand. I agree that they got to go through the same elements. But when your division is telling you no and you can't do anything, then now you're, some of your best teams are sidelined without even the opportunity to even – develop a plan to be like everybody else. Yeah, it is. Yeah, understood. And I mean, and that 2020 COVID situation sucks. But, you know, once again, like I said, it still ain't no fault of any player that's still left to play. And in my opinion, uh, Ohio State and them ain't no good anyway. Like that whole big thing, they trash, you know, like they're always overrated. And I don't think they can beat the SEC teams anyway. So, in my opinion, whoever uh, – I feel like the third place in the SEC, whether you Alabama or, um, or or Georgia or whoever, LSU could still beat whoever tops come out of that conference with Ohio State, Michigan, and, uh, and Penn State. So, I'm not going to take nothing away from my Alabama or anything if they win it just because Ohio State's not there. I feel like they would have smashed them on the field anyway. So, um and, like I said, it's, it's still just no fault of anybody on Alabama's roster. So, those kids still got to go out there and play hard. Auburn's roster or whoever, what, what you got. 
and you might not have even played those teams anyway. Your your main focus going into any college football this season is your own conference, and all of those teams are playing in their own conference amongst them all amongst themselves, and they're trying to be the top dog in that conference anyway. And we all know what's the most dominant conference in football. So if they decide to give a national championship to the winner of the SEC conference, I'm not mad at that. But everybody's in a jacked up situation, so you know. Whatever we get, we got to take it. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, hey, wait a minute. Hold up, hold up. So, I got I to I interject. You know, okay, we say the SEC is the, is the best conference, but that don't mean nothing because everybody got to win it on the field. So we can't just be getting away championships. I do remember there was a year that Ohio State whooped Alabama, and they thought Alabama was going to – man, we whooped it. We, we beat them. I knew, them. I we knew beat them. Ohio we State was going to come out the work. Yeah, we brought out the wool ass last year. A, a call or two, a call or two went wrong, and that they made some mistakes. That could have turned the game in Ohio State because that boy clearly fumbled that ball, and that should have been a touchdown that they did not take. That could have, and we, and we was having the momentum. So let's not, we can't just be giving out championships, man. You know, Ohio State. I don't know about the other teams in the Big Ten, but we come to play sometimes. Uh, All right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. You, you, but, you, you but let me ask you, you just come off like that. There you go. Go ahead, go ahead, Pastor Fight. Y'all a question. So, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a ACC fan, uh, and I know, you know, Clemson is probably the glaring light on the ACC. But, but last year, Carolina took Clemson was probably the only team in the ACC that took Clemson to the last second of the game, mm-hmm. and they won by a field goal. Clemson did over Carolina. Now they, I think they're gonna play again this year. I believe. I don't know. Uh, but let's say. Carolina's a whole lot better team. They played a little sluggish coming out the gate yesterday. But they're a whole lot better team when they see Clemson. Let's say this time the tide turned and they win by a field goal. Does Clemson still get the nod? Because mm. they most likely will still probably win the ACC with one loss uh, to a decent Carolina team. But do they still get the nod for the playoffs even with that one loss? And I think, they, I think the they'll ACC get snubbed. I think they'll get snubbed because Clemson don't have the respect of an Alabama, or uh, say a, a team like Alabama, Oklahoma, or something like that. They, for whatever reason, those teams like that, they they can get away with a one loss and, and well, still. Uh, all I can tell you is we about to find out because my Miami Hurricanes got about to bust them up next week. So it is what it is. We about to find out with Clemson. Clemson gonna have that problem on their hands. So we'll find out by the end of the season. It's gonna if, be a problem. If everything will take next week get affected. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, man. That's that's about all the time we got, y'all. So uh, appreciate y'all hey, coming dude. through. Yeah. I want to give a shout out real quick. Absolutely. If you don't mind. I do not. Um, I want to give a shout out to my man down in um, um, Florida. My man Asan. He he's he down there listening in Florida, man. He he be texting me time I had to defend the Buckeyes, but I was already on it. I was already <laughs> on it. He ain't had nothing to worry about on that. And I want to give one more shout out to my main man out of the Big Apple himself. This man know every nook and cranny, backyard, street, corner yard, man. We'll make a turn through an alley, man. We at Madison Square Garden, man. I don't oh, know wow. how he do it, but uh, he's my man in hip-hop, man. He knows hip-hop very well. Used to be a break dancer for Africa, Bambada, and all that. Man, oh, I want to nice. give a shout-out to my man, J.B., James Brown, down in down – in, um, he's, he's in Philadelphia. He's saying Penn, but he's from New York, and he's a big Cowboy fan, so you know I'm loving it, baby. <laughs> Man, well, big less. You better be glad I, I, I like you, man. I don't, 
<laughs> ready to meet you, boy. Uh, hey, you anyway. me, you gotta get rid of Donnie too. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm mute. I'm mute. I'm mute. Everybody. Everybody got to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So appreciate uh, Hassan and JB for checking us out, man. We definitely appreciate that. Uh, keep keep checking us out. Look us up on uh, um, on our other shows that come on Tuesday. Uh, the uh, I can't even think about the show. The Brutally Honest Show, uh, there it is, uh, Brutally Honest Show every Tuesday with your girl, the poetic goddess, Nayana Renee and JB, Mr. 299, and myself. Parental discretion is strongly advised. Do not be a bad parent and let your kids listen to that show. It is a bad show. Um, and uh, Florida Poetry Show, now that's a show that you can have your kids listen to. The whole family can join in and listen to the Florida Poetry Show on uh, Fridays at 6 p.m. Uh, with your girl Nima Shining Star L, JT, and myself. And then, of course, back here on Off Topic Sports on Sundays it's 5, 6 p.m. Uh, with Adonis, JT, Big Les, Pastor Fight, myself, sometimes JB come through. Uh, but um, that's it for the day, man. And I want to, I do want to extend a shout out to um, one of my, one of my uh, hometown heroes, uh, Miss Donna Hopkins. Uh, she was on Good Morning America. She's a breast cancer survivor. Uh, lost her one of her legs in that battle, but uh, she was on the Good Morning America, and they honored her. And John Wall um, wrote a ten thousand dollar check to her organization called Hopkins Breast Cancer uh, Awareness. And so I encourage everybody to look her up. Uh, this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and she is a survivor, and she's doing good things out there in Washington D.C. And I'm trying to get her to come on the show when she she has time. But uh, Good Morning America surprised her with a uh, celebration of her and uh, John Wall and some other people also uh, donated uh, some money to her her uh, Hopkins breast cancer so uh, congratulations to her hopefully she'll be on the show soon she said she would uh, uh, call into the show and that would be great to talk to her uh, she's from my my neighborhood you know she's uh, we, we called her she was Donna from down the, down the road because you know, we had two Donnas in the in the uh, in the in the neighborhood it was Donna from down the road and a Donna from up the road, so we had to distinguish which Donna we was talking about when we was saying Donna. Uh, but uh, I, I want to uh, congratulate her; she's one of uh, my heroes, hometown heroes. Uh, and I wanna also want to wish a happy birthday to my mom in heaven. Miss you, love you, uh, wish you were here. And uh, that's it, y'all. I appreciate you, fellas. Anybody got anybody else got a shout out? Uh, I will. Yeah, I got. Yeah. Now, I just want to make sure to tell everybody to go to queencityawards.com and nominate Big Woo Radio. We in voting season to the end of the month. Yeah, there we is. We sure is. All right, go ahead, Donnie. Oh, no, that was past the fight. I, oh. uh, uh, I, I, I got a shout-out. I got a shout-out to whatever hater that wanted to change the rules a quarter away through the season. Um, <laughs> on the, on the, oh. on the pick <laughs> joint. So... That's all right. That's all right. When you lose it, obviously, you got to change the rules to try to win. That's fine. That's, That's always been the rule. Nobody said that. Nobody said that to me. Nobody said that to me. That's my fault. Nobody said that. All I got was a text that say, pick your team. I ain't had no rules or oh, okay. nothing. But that's all right. That's all right. I know the rules now. Mm-hmm. That's hey, when mm-hmm. I win, hey, if the, I want him. If the Giants was 4-0, you wouldn't be complaining. Exactly. <laughs> no, no. But, but look, if the Giants was good enough to be 4-0, I would have picked them. <laughs> that, that, that's the thing. I recognize I'm not a I'm not a blind fan like some of the Cowboys are, uh-huh, okay? Uh-huh. I understand my team and their capabilities and whether they're going to win or lose. Mm. We're about a year or two out. 
from a decent team. I think Daniel Jones is not the quarterback for the future, but you know, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Dang, Giants ain't gonna never be nothing Man, ever just, again. Uh, That's it. Jason Garrett won't be there to see that. <laughs> Okay, we'll see. Get, we'll see. I, I hope they're trying to get Phil Sims and um, Lawrence Taylor back. Back. Hey, and I bet you, I bet you, both of them will bring us another championship. Mm-hmm. Definitely before Jason Garrett will. All right, y'all. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep on, keep on listening, everybody. I appreciate everybody that's listening. Uh, that's it. We out. Uh, on behalf of my man James J.T. Thompson, Adonis Dolly Martin, J.B. Mister Two Ninety Nine. Nima Shining Star L, the poetic goddess Nyana Renee. Time. Big Les, Lil Bucky, Pastor Fight, Kendra D. All About Us Radio. I'm Big Woo. This is Big Woo Radio. Peace. God bless. We out. Donnie, Big Les, and JB. Talking touchdowns, home runs, and deep three. Over and under with JT. The topic is off different than most. You can call in, listen, or drop a post. It's Big Woo, and here's your host. It's game time. On time, hitting with force. Without further ado, it's Woo and his crew, as we welcome you to Off Topic Sports. 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 It's game time. You're listening to Big Woo Big Radio. 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 Radio.